0: everybody and welcome back to Double FM Sports. My name is J.R. Mizrak, and I'm not alone today but I'm not with Ethan. I'm joined today by my younger brother Luke Mizrak, who is going to be a new part of the Double FM Sports crew. Uh, he's going to be starting a second show here with us uh, with his buddy talking about sports doing his thing. So Luke should you like to say hi and uh, introduce yourself to the Double FM Sports crew.
1: Hello, my name's Luke Mizorak, and I like sports.
0: That is true. Uh, he's a big, big sports fan, big college sports guy. That's what we're gonna be covering today on our episode, um, primarily college football. But he's a big basketball fan. He's big uh, college basketball, college, uh, you know, sports guy. But he also knows a little bit about the NBA, a little bit about the NFL as well. So I'm sure we'll touch, he'll touch on that at some point throughout his podcast show, probably, right? yep um but yeah we're gonna get right into this we're gonna uh have us as this intro episode so you know obviously we are right at rivalry weekend it is the, the last weekend of the college football regular season um coming up to the conference championships the playoffs i'd say there's six maybe seven teams in the playoffs let's get right into it luke who do you see being the four teams that make the college football playoff this
1: year? Um. Well, obviously, like somebody who's indefinite gonna make it. Georgia, I think, even if they lose to LSU in the SEC championship, they'll still be in there. Ohio State depends on how they play against Michigan tomorrow. Comes down to if Penn or not Penn State. Michigan and Ohio State stay in the top three. I could see. Either TCU or USC, and then for the top for the fourth, there's a little bit of bias, but maybe Clemson. I don't know. Possibly.
0: Yeah, Luke is a uh, a big Tigers fan, so mm-hmm. he's he's definitely rooting for his boys down in uh, the Carolinas, hoping that they can pull off something and make their way back to the college football playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? I I agree with you, Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I right. think. Georgia's definitely that one. They're a lock, even if they lose in the SEC championship. I don't. I do not think they can lose oh. in back-to-back weeks. Oh, Would you agree
1: with me? I, I don't see them losing.
0: I, I don't yeah. either, but I, I that can't happen. You know, I, I don't like the idea of a two-team, a two-loss team. Um, so I think Georgia's in there. I think the winner of Ohio State, and Michigan, like you said, um, you're going to West Virginia, little Big Twelve. You know, hope. I think TCU will hopefully go undefeated. Win out. You know, you know a stat that I looked at is you think about those SEC teams, those ACC teams, those mm-hmm. you know Big Ten teams. You think about good teams, but yeah. TCU's got the best strength schedule outside of uh, of Georgia.
1: True. I, I I was looking at their schedule a few times over the last weeks, and they've they've beaten a lot of good teams.
0: Yeah, and, you you know, they they are comeback wins and everything, but quality sides, ranked teams, the Big 12 has been really good this year. I think TCU, as long as they, you know, keep up the pace that they've been at, you're Mm going to find them in the college football playoffs. And that fourth spot, it it really is up to a lot of teams. You know, I I think there's a shot that LSU could sneak in there. Mm -hmm. Um, They're as high as five right now in the CFP, and I think that that's, you know, a little foreshadowing that if they do beat Georgia, they do win out here. I think there's a shot that you could see LSU – in the College World playoff. Uh, you know, a one-loss Pac-12 champion in USC. Mm-hmm. I think a one-loss ACC champion in Clemson. Mm-hmm. You could see it. Realistically, those are the only teams that I, re- I really see going to the College World playoff. Correct me if—am I missing somebody?
1: Um, I think that's it. I did read an article the other day, and it said, like, Alabama is kind of like a dark horse, but I don't really see it. I don't see how they could make it.
0: Yeah, no, I'm gonna right them right there with you again I think they're that that's more you know brand name than it is you know how good they are this year they it's Alabama right it's Alabama football but yeah. I would I would say that you know th- those are your teams I if I had to pick I think it's gonna be USC yeah you know, I, I know you probably don't like to hear that because you're a Clemson guy but you know give me your thoughts you, you mentioned who could get it who is that fourth team saying TCU, the winner of Iowa State Michigan, the Big Ten, and Georgia?
1: Who's going to be that fourth team? Who do you think? Um, realistically, I know you want the Tigers. Yeah, but. Realistically, I see USC, and some people may disagree. Some, some Some big SEC fan might say LSU has a chance. But in all reality, you know that committee just put them at number five just to hype up this SEC championship just for Georgia to steamroll them. And then just knock them out right there. So I don't really, I don't, realistically, I do not see LSU having any shot unless they're like somehow upset Georgia in the SEC championship. But like USC is like, mm-hmm, yeah, they like probably have a better chance than any other team. So, you know, we,
0: we talk about USC, we talk USC. about Ohio State, talk about Michigan. Um, and what makes those teams so great are the players.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who is your best player? Who is your Heisman favorite? Maybe, maybe give me a, a top three. Who are we going to see on Heisman night? And then who do you think takes it home?
1: I mean, the Heisman this year has been has been crazy. I feel like there's never been a year where there's been so many guys at number one and like just so many guys who had a real shot opportunity. Because if we like think back to earlier in the season, there were people like Drake May, Bo Nix, Hendon Hooker, CJ Stroud, Caleb Williams, all of them were in the hunt, and they were all there with going into late season, and they all had a legitimate shot at it. And then they all like Hendon Hooker, Bo Nix, they all lost, and they're all out. But like in my in my mind, there's two teams that, or there's two, there's three players that I could see that have a legitimate shot, and it'd be Caleb Williams at number one, C.J. Stroud two. And Blake Corum three, but yeah, yeah.
0: I, I I think my top three is actually probably gonna be the same as you as well. Um, I want I I would love to give a shout out to Drake May, but you know as we're recording this, they just lost to NC State in double overtime, okay. and Drake May did not perform for the second week in a row. I was really high on him, right. you know, about two three weeks ago here, thinking that maybe he is that guy that UNC might not make it to the uh, the national championship, but. I thought maybe Drake May could pull out a shock and, you know, maybe finish first, second, the highest vote with a top-ten UNC team. That doesn't look like it's going to happen. You talk about the, uh, the devastating injury at Hendon Hooker. That takes him out. Bo Nix in Oregon. Bo Nix, at one point, I think, was some, some people's favorite. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the amount of touchdowns that he he uh, accounted for, he was really up there. For me, it is those, those three. I think that the winner of the Ohio State-Michigan matchup will propel himself into second. So whether that's Michigan and Blake Corum or it's Ohio State and C.J. Stroud, I think that'll be the... uh, Whoever wins that game is the two. But my my favorite's Caleb Williams. Oh, for sure. He's been playing out of control since about week five. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just saw a stat where he's put about 30 fantasy points as if he was in the NFL playing fantasy football the last, like, six weeks. The kid can play... He just showed it in the USC UCLA uh, game here a week ago, and I, I think he's my Heisman favorite. Luke, who are those three guys? Do
1: you see winning? I, when I look at them, I like they were back and forth these past two weeks, three weeks. Caleb Williams, C.J. Stroud, they both played decent, but I feel like Caleb Williams takes the cake on this one.
0: I'm agree with you there. Um, it's rivalry week. Oh. I mm-hmm. think that's a big thing that you want to touch on. I think that's part of the reason why you even wanted to start, you getting into the podcasting world. That's, right. that's why we're glad to, you know, get you on here for a moment and bring you onto mm-hmm. the team, Luke. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's rivalry weekend. There's a lot of games, a lot of teams playing their rivals. Like I said, UNC, NC State, uh, Drake may made a comment that the people that, you know, can't get into UNC go to NC State. And ironically, NC State just beat him in double OT. Yeah. Um, uh, But yeah, it's a really great week, college football, and you know there are some games going on right now as we are recording this. But the game's tomorrow, Luke. Who who is? uh, What's one of your favorite games that you're looking to watch? Is there any upsets brewing? Talk to me about rivalry week.
1: Oh, I got a lot to talk about rivalry rivalry week. So to start off, Clemson, South Carolina. Little bit of bias, but still, Clemson has an eighty-eight point nine percent chance of winning. So obviously, I'm gonna have them beating Spencer Rattler this week.
0: And, and you know that that is the Spencer Rattler that just had a career game against you know the Tennessee Volunteers. Now there are some questions about that Tennessee Volunteers mm-hmm. defense, right? Yeah. You know they're they're questionable at best. Yeah. Um. But you know it, it might be a tough test for. Uh, DJ, how do you say his last name?
1: Uyangale.
0: Uh, that's the official pronunciation I'm mm-hmm. going to go with. But, you know, it, it might be a tough game for those Tigers and uh, for Clemson.
1: I, I don't think it'll be that tough, but maybe Spencer Rattler had a one game where he did good and he'll go back to not being as good as a player as he did last week. But still, I have Clemson number number one in that game. Next team I have on, next team I have on, upset alert this week. This one I've been raving about the whole week. It's uh, Vanderbilt beating Tennessee, because like this whole week, Tennessee they no Hendon Hooker, and after the the fight rumors came out about Hendon Hooker and the one uh, defensive player getting suspended, half the defense quit. So. I don't see how Vanderbilt doesn't have a better shot now with all of these rumors coming out about half the defense quitting, Hendon Hooker not being out, or Hendon Hooker being out with an ACL tear. I just, I just, I could see Vanderbilt winning this game. I got a question for you. Yes.
0: I honestly didn't hear anything about the uh, the fight, so what, what happened there? Uh, let me pull
1: this up real quick.
0: Um. I mean, can you can you just go a little bit into it about yeah you know what what did you what did you read what did you what did you hear what happened?
1: I just I heard that uh, Jeremy Banks was just talking a little. Hendon Hooker didn't like it. They got a little bit of a, a little bit of a scrum. Oh yeah, here it says um. How is it? After the arguably the worst defensive performance in history, allowing South Carolina to score touchdowns on nine of their ten offensive possessions, the game, rumors began to swirl that he was suspended internally. Which they're talking about Jeremy Banks. They don't really touch on why. It says both were involved in a fight, and then later in this article, it talks about how over how roughly half the defense quit because of they believe that. Uh, Jeremy Banks was rottenfully suspended.
0: Hmm. I uh, I I did not hear that to be one hundred percent honest with you. Um, you have any other matchups that you're looking for this
1: week? Um, I mean, I have Ohio State beating Michigan, but I'm sure a little uh, some people do. Um, as much as I hate Notre Dame for beating Clemson earlier this year, I do want to them to beat USC, and I do have them beating USC. I just think they've put up a lot of strong performances these last few weeks, and I think they could really put the nail in the coffin to the regular season with a win against uh, top sixteen. Mm,
0: okay, you know I, I think that's that's a fair that's that's a fair one. Yep. They they've got a good team there. Um, I'm just looking through here. There's, there's a good there's a good bit of them. Mm-hmm. You know the the Iron Bowl is always competitive Iron. no matter mm-hmm. what. But you know Alabama is a twenty-two point favorite, so yeah. you would think they'd run away with that one. Mm-hmm.
1: But they're always a twenty-two point favorite every year, and it's always a shocker to see that Auburn put up a fight.
0: Yeah, you you're right there. Um, there's a game that I want to talk about just a little bit, and it, I, I don't say it's upset watch territory, but Georgia Tech has come in and beaten two really good programs at the time uh, this year. They went in, they beat nationally ranked Pitt earlier in the year. Uh, score 26-21 Pitt was 24 in the country. Last week, they went and beat UNC, who was 13th in the country. They go into Athens, Georgia. They play Georgia. He was favored by 35-and-a-half. Yes, five touchdowns, and I'm talking about this game being a close one. Is there any shot that Georgia Tech at least surprises you a little bit and you know, comes up with something?
1: Um, I don't really... Not not really. I mean, yeah, they've beaten some nationally ranked teams in the past, but to be fair, none of these national, none of them, like, were really, like, some of them were shocking. Like, yes, the North Carolina game was shocking, but it's not like it was a dominating win that made them look like an absolute powerhouse, such as Georgia. It was only a four-point win, and like you said, Pitt earlier, year, it was a five-point win. It wasn't, like, three touchdowns. And then if you also take into effect that they lost forty-two to forty-two to zero to Ole Miss earlier in the year, and they lost forty-one to ten to Clemson earlier in the year, so yeah, they have a few ranked wins that they didn't win by much, but they also have a lot. They also have a lot of losses that were just made them look really bad.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Um, I think that's really it for rivalry weekend for me. You know, obviously there's a lot of smaller rivalries. You've got the the group of five school rivalries. You've got some of the uh, the unranked teams that are playing in rivalries. I think one that's might be out there to watch is Washington. Washington State. You okay. know, Washington State's got a decent team this year. They're seven and four. Um, they played Utah close. They mm-hmm. played. Um, you know, they played Oregon close early in the year. They beat a, at the time, ranked Wisconsin team. So, Washington State's good. And then, obviously, Washington is, you know, 13 in the country. Oh, yeah. That should be a fun game to watch, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, going into college, keeping with college football, I guess, the uh, the championships, right? hmm They are not this weekend, but next weekend. Yeah. Um. How about we go through and predict some games? I'm going to give you who I think is going to be in them, uh, and then we can go through it. So we're just going to do the Power Five right now. It's looking like TCU, Kansas State. Who wins that game to you, and how close is it going to be?
1: Um, first of all, I just just saying, if Kansas State loses tomorrow, Texas will most likely be in. Yeah, so it's, but it's really up for grabs there. It just depends on how well they can handle Kansas. But if it is Kansas State TCU, I I could see Kansas State beating them, but not by much. I could also see TCU absolutely destroying them by a lot. It just comes down to how well they play. And like TCU just played Texas the other week. It was only a 7-1 a touchdown Uh, Difference at the end of the game, so I think if Texas was put in there, if Kansas State loses, it would be a good uh, rematch in the Big Twelve Championship. Now, the the Pac
0: twelve, you know, there still are four teams fighting for this playoff, this this uh, conference playoff spot. So, you know, it's Oregon, it's Utah, it's Washington, it's USC. I am gonna go with the two teams. Say it is USC Oregon. Who do you have? USC? You have Oregon?
1: Um. I mean, Caleb Williams, he's been playing really well with Jordan Addison. But Bo Nix has been, like, I'd say for half the year so far, he was best QB in the league. He had dominating wins. If we just take away that first Georgia game when they weren't completely ready and just if Georgia and Oregon played now, I feel like it'd be very different. So I would have Oregon beating USC.
0: The Big Ten, it's going to come down to the winner of Ohio State-Michigan. And then, more than likely, I think it's got to be Purdue. With Iowa losing this like tonight, I think it's got to be Purdue. Mm-hmm. Does it make a difference if it's Ohio State or Michigan, or is whoever wins this game this week going to
1: destroy Purdue? I mean, I don't know if we all remember a few years ago, Purdue destroyed Ohio State in one of their games. So I don't know if it's going to be like a repeat of history or anything. But if Ohio State goes, I would have Purdue. But if Michigan goes, I would have Michigan winning, just based off Purdue beating Ohio State. So not really skill-based, just how events fall.
0: Fair enough. Uh, In the SEC, it is Georgia-LSU. You kind of touched on it a little bit. I think you said Georgia should win. Is there a shot for LSU?
1: I think they have, like, maybe 5% chance to win. I don't see them winning. I think they're only ranked 5th, just to, like, hype it up. Oh, hey, a uh, 5th-ranked team with two losses still sitting here, possibly for the national championship, possibly for the playoffs. But I think they're just, the commi- like I said earlier, the committee is just hyping it up, making it a higher, like, ranked team playing the number one team. Cause if they put them at six, it wouldn't be as cool as them being at five, playing the number one team. So I just think they're doing that to like hype up the game. But in reality, I see Georgia beating them by like twenty points.
0: And then your last one, your Clemson Tigers, they get a matchup with uh, Drake May and the UNC Tar Heels. UNC's gonna be coming off a loss, like I mentioned earlier. You know, they they did lose in double OT to NC State mm-hmm. and a backup quarterback. You know. Is Clemson going to handle business and make their make their case for the college football playoffs?
1: I think after the Notre Dame game, Clemson has been able to recover and pick up back where they left off before that game. And with UNC on the steady decline with their season, losing, what, two straight games to Georgia Tech and NC State? I, I mean, I see Clemson winning. I just, and that's without bias. I just, I, I think Clemson with... Who they've beaten and how they've beaten them, other than Notre Dame, I just think we'll handle business and make it a good game.
0: Now, i got to ask you. I think we've seen it here about two or three times in the season as a Clemson fan. DJ's been benched for Kade Klubnick. Oh, yeah. Are you a DJ guy or are you a Kade guy?
1: I mean, I'm going to be honest. Last year, I wasn't a a DJ guy. I was excited every time they put in the backup QB because... DJ just didn't play well. He led us to like our first season where we almost we were like really close to not having ten wins. We ended the season on our tenth win, and that would have like killed a fourteen game streak of uh, ten win seasons. Plus, I'm we're I'm just happy we were able to keep our record of home home games one, which is like I believe right now it's forty two, and tomorrow should make it forty three. And I'm happy we can make it through the season there. But I've last year I was not a DJ guy. And they've benched him this year. They've they've shown that he can struggle sometimes. But I think in these last two weeks he's recovered. And I I'm a DJ guy.
0: I'm I'm gonna ask you one thing. We talked about the college football playoffs. Who are four teams you think they are? Uh Georgia, I think, is the favorite, right? Oh, Defending sure. national champions. Um
1: are are they the team um in my mind Georgia has struggled against maybe has struggled against two teams this year and one was Missouri and the other was Kentucky and i wouldn't say they like struggled struggled to the point where it came down to a final second play to win the game it was just it wasn't a high scoring game they could have scored a lot more and they didn't like the Kentucky game the other day. It was sixteen to six at the end, so they didn't. And Kentucky's unranked, so it's not like they really just handled business there. They they got the win, but it wasn't by much. Ohio State, I think, if they were to go to the national championship, I think that's a close game. I could see either team winning, but with Ohio State, what they've, I think they're missing two quarterbacks. They're like a lot a lot of them are injured, so I think if they had all their healthy running backs. They could win. You their- said quarterbacks. I, I mean, I oh, running backs, t- running backs, running backs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I think, unfortunately, uh, you know, I I'm not a big Ohio State guy. One of my least favorite teams. They they've got same same. They've got a phenomenal team there and in, uh, in Columbus. I think Michigan's got a good team too, though. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I really think that the team that comes out of the Big Ten might be a team that, you know, gives Georgia a shot. I don't think is going to do it, Luke. I know you're banking on your Clemson Tigers. I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to do it. I don't think USD's going to do it. I think it's going to come down to the Big Ten champ and um, and Georgia.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think it's a legitimate shot that Georgia goes back-to-back, but when was the last time we saw a back-to-back champion? I couldn't tell you.
1: Um, I mean, obviously, the first team that comes to mind is probably Alabama going back-to-back. But how many years ago is that bad? I mean, I... I
0: I, I really can't think of the last time that that that's happened, because well, you had Georgia, you had LSU, you had Alabama, you had Clemson, Ohio State, you you know, um, I I don't know if there, I I don't know if there has been one here in how long. Probably, I, I guess I'm looking. 2011-2012 was the last time that it
1: happened. It was Alabama. So,
0: you know, it, it's been about 10 years since that happened. Uh, maybe Georgia doesn't. Maybe Georgia's the first team in 10 years that does it. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think it comes down really to which of those two teams out of the Big Ten. I think that's probably going to be your two seed, and they're going to meet Georgia in the college football playoffs. Um, do you have anything else in college football you want to bring up? Anything else you want to talk about?
1: Um, there is one thing I want to bring up about this Michigan-Ohio State game that kind of changes my mind. I am reading here that Blake Corum is questionable for the game tomorrow with a possible knee injury, and it's going to be an in-the-moment decision if he plays or not. So I think that'll really change the tides of how that game ends up.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, Blake Corum's obviously been the most influential player on that Michigan team all season. You know, as as he is... What two, three in the Heisman voting, yeah, for both of us, so you know that that really would play uh you know a big part i don't I don't know i I don't think Michigan even has a shot if quorum's playing, not playing, I mean, yeah, um but yeah, you wanna talk a little bit about college basketball. I know I know you're definitely more of a college football guy no for sure, um, but you know the college basketball just started, so. Who who do you like in college basketball? I'm assuming still Clemson. I,
1: oh yeah, I'm a I'm a Clemson fan all all sports around, so there is a, there really isn't like a, I mean Clemson's like number one, but not like cause they're good, just cause I like Clemson. But if I'm like looking at a good team that I like, it's probably Duke. But yeah, well you
0: know speaking of Clemson right now, as we're talking, you know they they are only two points down to Iowa, a top twenty five team. Um, and you know I I am excited for this college basketball season. I guess we don't have to get super into it, um, but you know I, I really am excited because we've seen some upsets already. It's been it's you know, been crazy. Even, even today, even Iowa today. State. Iowa State beat UNC. Did My, you
1: see that coming? I I did not.
0: You know you know Caleb Grill the the uh, guard out of Iowa State just. 31 points on a ridiculous shooting split of three-pointers, seven for 11. Um, You know, college basketball is really up there, Luke. Mm -hmm. I'll ask you this much. Who's your favorite player in college basketball to watch? It does not have to be Clemson. You know, whether it be Oscar Sheboyz, Zach, Edie, Drew, Timmy, you know, Caleb Love, some of these amazing players in the country. Who would you say is one of your favorite players to watch?
1: To watch, oh, that's a that's a tough one. I'd have to I'd have to think about that one a little more. I don't really have a favorite, but my favorite team to watch is definitely Kentucky with Oscar Shibway. I just think they're a good team who can do a lot this year.
0: No, I, I will mm. let you know they did lose to Michigan State and my Spartans.
1: Yeah, but they probably won't be that 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 difficult this year. I'm sure they'll recover soon.
0: Now, who, who do you say is your national championship favorite? Obviously, the one seed falling today.
1: I mean, currently, right now, Kansas is down by nine to Tennessee. So I don't know, and they're already, and they're coming off a close, a close window, an unranked Wisconsin just yesterday. So I don't know how high I'm seeing them if they're struggling against teams like Wisconsin and t- Tennessee. Um, Duke has played good. They lost. Shoot, who they they lost to? They lost to Kansas a few weeks ago or a few days ago. I don't see. I don't really see them winning the national championship. Virginia's been playing really good. I could see them.
0: Now I I gotta ask. You you named a bunch of top ten teams, but you skipped over one. You know, what team you skipped over. Who? You skipped over Houston.
1: Why'd you skip over Houston? I mean, I just wasn't looking. I'm gonna be honest.
0: Now you know. I hate it because I'm a, I'm a West Virginia student and uh, Houston makes his way to the Big 12 next year and we'll have to play him, but Houston's got a good team. That team is phenomenal. There's, there's a reason they're number two in the country right now. They are a phenomenal team led by uh, Marcus Sasser, Jamal Shedd. You know, mm-hmm. Terrence Arsenault, the freshman, has had a really good last couple games. Um, Drace Walker has been phenomenal for them. That is a good, good team. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play them. Simple yeah. as that. I do not want to play University I, of Houston.
1: I would not want to play them either. Looking over their last few games, they've had nearly two 40-point wins, 30-point wins against. I mean, to be fair, none of these teams are like... I don't think I've ever heard of North Colorado or... I think I've heard of Oral Roberts, but like these aren't big-name teams that like you win and you just look really good. These are teams who are unranked for a reason, so...
0: You know, I think Luke's shown his age there a little bit, Luke. Uh, What? Oral Roberts made a run to the Sweet 16 a couple years ago. Really? Max A. Smith, Kevin O'Banner, both of which still playing in college. I believe A. Smith is still on Oral Roberts' team. Um, And then O'Banner is obviously in the Big 12 with Texas Tech. But, uh, you know, yeah, there's there's a lot of teams. It's way too early in the season, I think, to give a definite team. Yeah. But I I really like that Houston team. I I really do. I think that's a good team. I think come March,
1: they will be ready. They've been there a number of times. Um, You have something to say? Um, Texas. I think Texas you might be sleeping on right now because after their game against Gonzaga, beating them by almost 20 whole points, I just think that was a difficult one for Gonzaga and a really good-looking win that boosted them all the way up from eleventh to fourth into the rankings, so I think that they could be they could go far this year.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I, that also pains me to say because you know it is Texas. West Virginia fans don't like Texas too much, but yeah, I mean, we talked about a little bit of college football. You know, we touched on college basketball. I know as the season gets on, Luke will start to learn a little bit more. You know, you are only fifteen here, right?
1: True story. So.
0: You know, I'm, I'm excited to have my little brother on. He's going to be doing a show, I believe, with your buddy Gabe, right? Yep. Um. So we're going to be bringing that on. And, uh, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Obviously, me and Ethan will still be doing our interviews. We'll be doing our own podcast. But, uh, name is TBD, but Luke's, Luke's show will be on Double FM Sports. We'll be getting it on. Uh, you can listen to that on all the normal platforms that we, uh, we provide on. Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Google, all that good stuff. So, uh... Luke, you want to say something before you head out?
1: Clemson's going to win the national championship.
0: You know, I'm not disappointed by that. That is that is in pure Luke fashion, a little one-liner. I feel like that's, that's a very you thing to say. Okay. But yeah, guys, um, appreciate you listening. I know it's a little impromptu, a little short episode, introducing the podcast, talking a little bit about what Luke's going to be talking about. But uh, yeah, for, for Double FM Sports, my name is J.R. Mizrak, and...
1: My name is Luke Mizorak.
0: We're signing off.